Yes, but we are right here, episode 182, the Rally Awards show. Don't get it twisted. We're not the ESPYs. We're the Rellies. So thank y'all for watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify. Um, check us out on Facebook. We do a lot of things like that. And you can also see how you can see my man David's work right here. This is a plaque right here. You can get plaques. You can get pictures on wood. You can get coasters. You can get all kinds of things custom made. Check out the Facebook page and see all the different things my man David's doing. You can hit us up on the comments here. DM me. DM him. Go on the page and check us out, man. Great gifts for the sports fanatics that I know we all are. At Realism Podcast on Twitter. Realism Sports Talk on TikTok. So we're everywhere. Just check us out. You know what I'm saying? All right. Thank you to all the patrons. Appreciate y'all supporting. Yes, I am Dolo again. I'm Dolo again. You know, this time of year, everybody's busy doing different things. I'm busy myself, you know what I'm saying? But um, thank you to, yo, thank you to T-Mac. My man T-Mac on the TNT show. You know, Coach T and T-Mac, we do a show. My man Tyler McGurk, co-host of Fat Boy Faded Way on the Variety Sports Network. Appreciate you getting on with me the other night. It was dope. It was good to have you back for a minute. And speaking of Fat Boy Faded Way, this Wednesday night, Fat Boy Fadeaway Darren, Mr. Vegas Raiders. And then my boy Brian at B Jones Sports. He's going to get on. He's a Chiefs guy. Yo, we thinking about you, Brian. We thinking he was going to be on here tonight. And we were going to do the show tonight. We moved it to Wednesday. That's why I'm late today because I had to write a whole new show. But I can do that. You know what I'm saying? I love sports, so I like to do that. Um, but Brian, we thinking about you, man. I hope you got power. I hope you're doing okay. Um, he's out there in Kansas City, you know what I'm saying? He got winds doing all kinds of stuff out there. And then my boy Tommy, um, family man Tommy, out there at the lawn parties and, and all that stuff. He's going to be on here Wednesday representing his Let's Ride Denver Broncos. So we appreciate that. I can't wait for that show. Wednesday's going to be good. Tyler, hey, the TNT. I ain't cutting you out, Tyler. If we're doing TNT, you let me know. We're going to make that work, too, because... I ain't going to let you slide. I like I like you being on whenever we can get you on. You know what I'm saying? Always prayers for the Lynch, Lynch family. Um, Victor Lynch. We talked about it on the last show. We ain't never going to forget you, Victor. It's crazy. I hate seeing the young and the young and the hungry and the strong. Um, the Lynch family is a proud, proud Christian family. So um, I know they believe and they have faith and that he's he's feeling no pain right now doing things. Um, but we miss you here, Vic. I know you have a huge following of people that just appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? They appreciate you because you was kind to everybody. You know what I'm saying? You was always kind to everybody. You spoke well about everybody. You was watching out for your little brother. Um, so we always got the Lynch family in our prayers. And that's an extended family that extends all over the community. So um, God, but never forgotten. You know what I'm saying? Rest in paradise. Big Vic, my boy Big Vic. Um, I got faith and love in my commanders, even though it's some crazy stuff going out there with the emails and all that, which we'll get to. And of course, love right there for my five time champion and my five time, five time, five time, five time, five time NBA 2K cover boy. But they should have put one on there with Mama Situ, too. I don't know. But then, of course, all the love right there for my mama. Because on Red Little Sports Talk, we talk about sports from Hall of Famers to the local talent to the big-time storylines. And the big-time storyline tonight 
It's going to be the rallies. We got the first ever rallies award. I had to get the tie on. Look, Chris, you know what I'm saying? And we are going to maybe not spoof the ESPYs, but I'm going to get some categories that we want to talk about. We can always talk about almost oh, oh, best comeback player, most exciting game. All that junk's rigged. Y'all set it up for nothing. We're going to give you some true ESPYs out here. And we call those the rallies. The rallies. Um, and it was crazy because Pat McAfee was the host. Um, and anybody that knows this show, I be, I be not jealous or envious of Pat McAfee. I mean, he's an NFL punter, whatever, whatever. But I be like, man, you be on your show doing what? The people I be having on this show and the people we roll with, we can do that. But he got that platform and he's using it. Um, but why is it? Why is it? That award shows always got to make fun of everybody in the crowd before they start the show. I never understood that. I never, fi- I never tried to figure that out. This ain't a stand-up comedy show. This is a sports show where we're celebrating excellence and greatness. Why we always got to start off with some comedic stuff? I don't know. But on the Aurelius Award Show... Okay, I'm going to make fun of somebody real quick. I'm going to make fun of somebody real quick. And, of course, it's going to be Mr. LeBron James. How, how you going to get on the stage and be like, I want to let everyone know I'm returning for my 21st season. Did we think you wasn't coming back? <laughs> Did we think you wasn't coming back? Like, was it a, a thought process like, oh, my God, I wonder if LeBron's going to come back or not. Oh, oh, my gosh. Is he going to come back and play anymore? That joke's played out like Brett Favre back in the day, Wrangler. So get your Wrangler butt back over there. But to make it even worse, LeBron, you will come out here <laughs> and give with, with Paul Pierce and with your boy Mello wanted all this time. I, I swear they retired like eight years before they kind of said, I'm retiring. Please acknowledge me, please. You going to give him a hype tribute video with the Banana Boat Boys? Really? Really? But the question is, I don't even know which one of these scenarios, him coming back for the 21st season, he had to acknowledge that. Or the Mello tribute was more about him. Because it's always his. It always is. So I don't know. I don't know which one was more about him. Um, but back to Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee's up there. He's hype. Whatever. He didn't gain some weight. Pat McAfee didn't gain some weight. <laughs> I mean, I can say that because I, whatever. I'm not bony, but I can say that. Because he has. He was wrestling. I saw him at WrestleMania jumping off stuff, almost hurting everybody. You know what I'm saying? Almost hurting everybody, messing up, falling off the ropes, doing different things. But when we talk about different things, he brought up. Women in sports, which I think is a great thing, which I think is a great thing because nobody talks enough about women in sports. I think the collegiate game, we got personalities coming out here. We got people making you tune in the WNBA. We got people, you know, I want to, I watch it, but I watched it from the beginning because I love sports, but there's some people in the WNBA and the super teams and different kinds of scenarios that's going on. That make me want to enjoy watching the WNBA. Of course, my girl's Candace Parker. She about to win a, another ring with her third different team. I mean, it's crazy. If you don't know who Candace Parker is, ask somebody. You know I hate animals and all that, but my dog is called Skylar Diggins. 
because she played at Notre Dame's point guard, one of the best players in the league. So that shows you I'm deep-rooted in um, the WNBA from way back, from way back. You know what I'm saying? But he's talking about women in sports, and we got people out there. Sue Bird did what she did. The girls' Olympic soccer team, they trying to win again. Again, they trying to win. We could have talked about all these women athletes. And then you come out and you talk about two WWE wrestlers, which I do like Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch because I watch wrestling. But you're going to talk about three women athletes in front of all these, not, not like regular athletes. These are the best of the best. These are the big time best. And you brought out two WWE wrestlers and the crowd was like. You saw the producer in the back like, yo, this is not SmackDown, Pat McAfee. This is the Aspies. Get yourself together. It's not SmackDown. Everybody was confused. But um, that's what you signed up for, Pat McAfee. That's what you signed up for. You need to get relatives of sports talk to host the Aspies. We'll rock, we'll rock it out. Speaking of rocking it out, yo. That boy Travis Kelsey, we all everybody knows he got a little flavor in him. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just confused because he had an all pearl white suit on, white tie that was an offset of that, but it was still glossy white, clean. I'm talking about clean. I don't know. I'm confused. How he ain't getting none of that dirty because you know he's sloppy as hell with his mouth and everything else. Not catching the football, though. He's good with that. Or that a white person can wear an all-white suit with all-white tie on his shirt and everything and look that damn good. I mean, damn, Travis Kelsey. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So can I stop doing comedic stuff now? Because Honestly, I think that was pretty good off the dome. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but let's get to it. Let's get to it. You know, the SBs always starts with whatever, and they always keep the, the best male athlete for the end. We're going to start with that from the beginning because that might be the only rally award that we make just like the SB. So, the best male athlete, I'm changing it up. I'm putting Patrick Mahomes, who's doing whatever. He just won another Super Bowl. I mean, what can you say about Patrick Mahomes? You know what I'm saying? Then you got the Joker for Denver winning their first championship. He's out here looking spectacular. Now they're saying he's the best player in the game right now. It's debatable, but and then we and I'm I'm taking Aaron Judge out because it's gotta be putting the information. It's gotta be Otani, Otani. You know, other people in baseball they might put the boy from the Braves. I ain't even going to say them because, as you see, I'm a Mets fan. You know what I'm saying? So, no Braves will ever be mentioned on here to get any awards. Sorry. Y'all not going to do it. So, when we look at the best male athlete between those three guys, I mean, we look at Otani pitches he hits. The Joker, first championship. He's leading Denver to a title. And Mahomes keeps doing what he's doing after losing people after losing people. He's still got that boy white chocolate, but he's losing people. So, we're going to get to the rally awards right here. The rallies. Let's see what the envelope says. I ain't got nobody standing beside me, so I'm going to read it. You know what I mean? So the best male athlete for the rally award show is 
Otani. Wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. You don't see the Joker playing offense and defense. Shit, he can play defense, but he don't do that at all. And Mahomes can't play the defense, but he plays some damn good offense. But Otani can play both. He can hit. He can pitch. He's about to get the richest contract in the major leagues by somebody. Somebody's going to give it to him. And so here's my question. Let's get to the next award then. The Los Angeles Angels. <laughs> I mean, you've had Mike Trout. You've had players. You've had situations. You had Albert Poole. I mean, you had players that are going to go down in the history of baseball as players of generations. Now you got maybe one of or the best of this generation. And I look at it and I say, I want to do a rally award for the Angels. So the award's going to go to either the Angels. What are they going to do at the trade deadline? What are they going to do? Are they going to spend money to try to enhance their team and get more people to try to get the playoffs to keep them to stay? That's a thought. Or are they going to just trade him and try to get the most value that you can get for him? And then when people will be like, you traded the best player ever in the history of baseball away? Idiots. Or are they going to just stay pet where they at? You know what I mean? And just let it roll where it goes. And he might leave and you get nothing so so what's the dumbest thing the angels could do what's gonna be their rally rally award for that envelope please with the big time storylines because i think the angels are in a no-win situation with this because whatever they decide to do it's gonna be bad either way it's like lebron taking his talents to south beach that could not end good I don't think this can come good for the Angels unless Otani was like, yo, I want to sign with the Angels and stay with them, period. But we know that's not going to happen. We know that's not going to happen. So the dumbest thing the Angels could do is the Rally Award goes to not trading him. Not trading him. You need to trade Otani now. He's not staying with the Angels. People are like, well, he ain't done nothing in the playoffs. He ain't done nothing. He can't handle the big city. He can't handle all this. He can't do anything. What? Did anybody not see the World Baseball Classic? That jump was hype. We talked about it all the time. How hype it was. And at the end of the day, there was one pitcher on the mound for his country. Pressure's on. You strike out this person, you win. And you strike out Mike Trout, who was arguably the best player a few years ago in this generation. You strike him out. You hold up the World Baseball Classic and say, this is the proudest moment in baseball history of my life. He can handle the big stage, baby. He can handle the big stage. And half of it's because he don't understand nothing these motherfuckers be saying to him. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, no. He'd be like, yes. Yes, Miyotani. Yes. I, I'm not being racist, I swear. I'm not being racist. I'm not being racist. But I'm just saying, you have to trade him because he's not going to stay with you. And why would you want to spend more money to help your team when they're not going to win? You better trade him for anything you could possibly get because it's going to be bad for you guys. It's going to be bad for you guys. And speaking of baseball, which is always bad, 
We talk about a guy that was generational talent who I think was Hall of Fame before his head got all swole up. Barry Bonds was on somebody's podcast, not ours. But if he was, I'd let you know he wasn't. And he was talking about he doesn't understand why the Baseball Hall of Fame, you know, is punishing him. What do you mean? You don't understand why the Baseball Hall of Fame is punishing you? First of all, your head's so big you can't even get in the Hall of Fame door no more, dude. Um, oh, because I haven't been, I haven't, you haven't caught me doing it. I don't care. I don't care if people don't catch you doing it. We all know, bro. We all know. But I think you still should be in the Hall of Fame. So I wanted to give a rally award out to three guys that probably will never make it to the Hall of Fame that should. So we're going to start with my man Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds would definitely be in. Before the big hit, he was a Hall of Famer. And then we got the Rocket, Roger Clemens. I don't know if the rocket means the way he shot it up in his leg or his arm or whatever else. But, um, yeah, I don't like the rocket anyway because all his kids start with a K. That's a whole lot of KKKs going around. I don't like that, bro. But, um, and then the last one's Pete Rose. Everybody's been talking about Pete Rose. Should be in the Hall of Fame. He's all, I mean, I think they all should be in. But only one person can get the Rally Award. Only one can get the Rally Award. So, The envelope says, it's Barry Bonds, dude. Barry Bonds gets the Rally Award. Like I said before, he would have been in the Hall of Fame before, you know, he saw the boy Anderson for the Orioles go from seven home runs to like 50. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but he won't get in. He won't get in. But I'll tell you somebody that should get in over all three of those people I said. Not statistically, but just for the impact of baseball of what they've done. And that's Jose Caseco. Jose he let you know how he did it, who was doing it, and when they was doing it. And he was a bash brother, and he won championships for the Oakland A's. You see that? You see that, Darren? I gave you some Oakland A's love because I'm going to give you some Oakland A's hate in a minute. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. But you know what I mean? I think they should have a spot for Jose Caseco. And beside him, they can put Mark McGuire with a red face talking about, I don't understand what you're saying. I plead the fifth. And then Sammy Sosa on the other side talking about, me no speaking English. No, me no, me no cork bat. No, nothing. I don't know. These, yo, baseball's so crazy. They're talking about, it's the most pure sport baseball. We don't want to change rules. Y'all been cheating forever. Y'all want to hear that crap. Anyway, let's get back to the awards. We just saw, actually tonight, the WNBA, Women's Sports, Women Empowerment. I like it. Um... They're having their All-Star Weekend and all that. We just saw the uh, Major League Baseball All-Star Game where the National League finally won it. Finally won. Finally won. But here's my question. We got to give a really award to the or to the, the organization that has the best All-Star Weekend. So we said the Major League Baseball, you know, you got the old-timers games. You got the home run derby. I think you got a celebrity softball game maybe. And then, of course, the game itself. And then we look at the NBA. NBA, they got their celebrity game. Then they got the like the rookies, risings, people for sophomores, or they do USA versus the world. And then they have their all-star game. And don't forget, three-point contest, skills challenge, and the slam dunk contest. And the NFL is trying to get back up to grips because their game was boo-boo. They was boo-boo. But I like the skills challenge. I like the different things they're trying to do. Um, so let's see. Let's see who the really award goes to. Let's see where it goes to. 
the NBA, baby. It's the NBA. It's iconic three-point shootout. The three-point shootout. Larry Bird standing flat-footed like this. You know what I'm saying? And then the slam dunk contest. I mean, so many iconic moments. Sometimes it gets a little vanilla. But then sometimes they bring out some stuff for it. So, the Rally Award goes to the NBA for the best All-Star weekend. But some people that play in that All-Star game are very overrated. So, we got a Rally Award for the most overrated NBA star playing currently. Yes, I'm a hater. I'm a hater. But I get that naturally because I because of LeBron James. He's the root of all the evil of hate in my life. Maybe not in my life, but in my sports life. All right, so of all the NBA players that are stars currently playing, the top three nominees was Zion, Mr. Pornhub doing things, you know what I'm saying? That's just my baby daddy, my baby daddy, my baby daddy. I don't know what's going on in these six-month crisis. And then we got Ice Trey. He's real cold. He's real cold because he's never going to the playoffs and never heating up because you're sitting at home always watching stuff because you're not good enough to do it. And this was going to be a shocker. It's going to be Jimmy Butler. I love Jimmy Butler. I love him. But y'all better stop talking about Hall of Fame. Y'all better stop trying to be like, he's the number one. Dame would be the number two. Oh, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is not the way y'all think that he is. Jimmy Butler is who he is. He's just an organization that enhances what he does. And, yeah, I'm going to throw some shade on this. I'm going to throw some shade on this. I'll wait to throw some shade on that because it's going to come back to my boy Nico Bryant from Far Injured the Bitch, who's a Denver Nugget fan living out there doing things. He's still in glory, though, because they won. But we're going to come back to your boy Jokic. All right, we got the new rule. <laughs> I said Jokic, now we talk about the new flopping rule. Now they can do technicals for flops. So my rally award's going to go to who is the biggest flopper in the NBA? Who's the biggest flopper? Is it LeBron James, the king of flopping? Is it that boy Draymond Green? You flopped so much, you cost your boys a championship. Is it James Harden, Mr. Offensive Flop? I mean, I mean, when we think about floppers, we think about people trying to take a charge. Like, eh, eh, but Harden be going the other way. Like, uh, yeah. And then last but not least, Marcus Smart. And I like Marcus Smart, but he be, you know what I'm saying? So the Rally Award for biggest flopper in the NBA that's going to have the most technical fouls called against him for flopping. Mr. Bearded James Harden. That is, if you get to play for a team, you need to settle your butt down and say, I want to play with Joel Embiid because that's your best chance. That's your best chance to win. You better just do that. That's, you have nowhere else to go, James Harden. Your time is up. Your time is now. You better stay there. You can't see me. Look, I'm Pat McAfee. I'm putting in wrestling and everything else. <laughs> all right. All right, Darren. All right, Darren. This was for you, baby. This is for you. I was hoping you'd be on for this, but I understand. I understand. Appreciate you on Wednesday. We talk about the Golden State Warriors, and we talk about all the great players that have been there. But people don't realize the Golden State Warriors have not always been that great. <laughs> you know, they haven't always been great. You know what I'm saying? So, who is the most underrated Golden State Warrior player? And no, I didn't put Looney in. I didn't put Looney in there, Darren. I know you probably thought I would, but I didn't. So here's 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 the candidates: Tim Hardaway Jr. to kill a crossover. 
We got Latrell Choke Coach on the bench, Spreewell. We got Baron, always like an old man, Midget Davis, but he was doing things. And then we got Monte Ellis, who was killing. And good thing you had him because you traded him so you can just go Steph can become who he was. So those were my four guys I said the most underrated Golden State Warriors because they all had a hand in different things. You know what I mean? Monte Ellis was part of that team that shocked the world out there. Barry Davis was a consistent commodity. But Charles Braywell, he was the best player on that team for a while. You know? And Tim Hardaway Jr. running with that run TMC with Chris Mullen. Yo, they was all right. So this is going to be interesting who Dorelli's going to go to. Because I don't know. I don't know who 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 got picked. The Rally Award for the most underrated Golden State Warrior is. A guy that never made enough money because he said, I can't take that $500 billion contract because I got to feed my children. Latrell Spreewell. Maybe only because it rhymed with rail. Maybe that's what happened. I don't know. But Latrell Spreewell, go ahead and get that Rally Award. Good job, Latrell. Don't choke me out, though. Don't choke me out. Um. Now let's get let's, get, Darren. I'm sorry, Darren. I gotta still come back at you, baby. I got because I wanted to talk to you about this before on the show, but um. So we saw the Vegas hockey team win a championship. They were an expansion team, and then my son tells me, "Yo, I think LeBron's get ready to be." Uh, owner player for the Vegas franchise that the NBA is trying to do. And I started thinking about it and I was like, and he even said, he said, if anybody could do it, it'd be LeBron that would, that would do it. And I'm like, you right, bro. You right. Absolutely right. So here's my question for the Relly Award. Which Vegas team between the Las Vegas Raiders, <laughs> the Las Vegas A's next year, <laughs> Sorry, Darren. Sorry. And then the Las Vegas LeBrons. Because <laughs> I, I don't know what they're going to be. They might be just called LeBrons. Which one of them has the best chance to win their championship first? So the Rally Award for the, the Vegas team with the best shot? It's the Vegas LeBrons. Because you know the A's ain't going to win nothing. And you know Raiders... Is Patrick Mahomes gone and passed away or something? Because that division, he's never going to win. LeBron will manipulate his way to do anything he wants to do in life. Um, so, I'm going with the LeBron. The LeBrons from Vegas in basketball. That's what I'm going with. Sorry, Darren. Sorry, Darren. Um, but, speaking of basketball, a whole lot of stuff's going on. Mike Malone's out here. Getting getting sauced up, talking about he's the Lakers' daddy. Now Darvin Ham's coming back at him, Lakers coach. LeBron's coming back at them. I think this could be a crazy situation next year. I think the games they play against each other are going to be serious, and I can't wait to see it. But I wanted to give a really award for the best bad blood matchup for next year. And, and and the candidates are, like I said, the Lakers and the Nuggets. That's going to be crazy. Then we got the Yankees and the Astros. The Astros, we already know about the Astros. I could have put the Dodgers in there, too, with the Astros. Everybody hate the Astros. They banging on all kinds of trash cans. Don't rip my shirt off. I don't know what's going on. 
Then we got the Heat in Boston. Boston was supposed to be there so many times. The Heat's got their number. They keep matching up. And every time they match up, something crazy happens. Or is it the Bengals? Who the, the mayor's coming out here saying things. They doing all kinds. Of, they stole their offensive lineman who's a stud. And the Chiefs just, they just finally broke you know, the streak that was going on with Joe Burrow. I think that's going to be always a great matchup because I think that's going to be the AFC Championship game. So, which one of these bad blood matchups next year is the best one to see? Because they're all going to be box office and they're all going to have big time storylines involved in it. So, the Rally Award for the best bad blood matchup next year it's the Bengals and Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Of course it is. Of course it is. Yankees and Astros? Huh, huh, I don't care. Boston and the Heat? Ain't neither one of y'all going to the finals anyway in the East. And the Lakers and Nuggets? I think both of y'all are going to be overly hyped. And somebody else is going to step up to take over. I don't know who it's going to be. But I'll take my chances with that. It's the Bengals and Chiefs. Even though they're loaded in the AFC with teams. They're the cream of the crop. Like the Macho, said, macho Man said, Brandon. Brandon. The Macho Man. I'm the cream of the crop. Brandon knows what I'm talking about. That's my boy. I'm bringing up a lot of wrestling because of Pat McAfee. Anyway, if you haven't seen it, Google Google Macho Man, cream of the crop promo. That's, that's funny. It's funny as hell. But I, I do want to see the Lakers of Denver just for the pregame and the postgame comments because it can get kind of crazy. It can get kind of crazy. Um, so I can't wait to see that. Well, speaking of crazy, we thinking all these quarterbacks out here are doing something, which... There's not many elite quarterbacks out there at all. We don't even have nothing that's... We don't even have E. It ain't got no leak to them. We just ain't even got an E. But there's a lot of overrated NFL quarterbacks out there that are currently playing. So I wanted to give a rally award to the most overrated QB playing right now that gets overhyped and overloved. And I'm going to tell you why they all suck. The candidates are Mr. Haradam Dallas Cowboy Dak Prescott, who ain't won nothing... He done butt fumbled and everything else like Mark Sanchez and ain't done nothing. And then we got Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, you might be handsome and all the porn stars want you. But without a loaded team, what the hell have you done, Jimmy Garoppolo? That the Raiders think that you're going to be something better than Derek Carr was. I don't know. And then Justin Fields, I ain't never like you ever. Even though I wish we'd have took you because we never get anybody. But you haven't proven that you could throw the ball or nothing yet. But people think you're the best thing since sliced bread. I don't know. Maybe that division you might show up a little bit, but I think you're very overhyped, very overrated, all three of them. So the Rally Award is going to go to Dak Prescott, Mr. Cowboy Nation. Because you're just like the fans, just like the owner, and just like everything about the Cowboys. Y'all think that y'all are so much better than you really are. Just because you got some star on your head don't mean nothing. What does that mean? I could be like, twinkle, twinkle, little star. What are you, a fairy? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where this America's team came from because I can tell you a lot of corrupt stuff in America, but it kind of goes with the owner. I can't say anything about my owner, but it kind of goes with the Cowboys. Dak Prescott, you're the most overrated quarterback in the NFL. And I liked you at Mississippi State, especially when you beat Alabama. Sorry, Brandon. Yeah, I did like you at that time, but not right now. All right, so we got two more left. Two more left for the Rally's first annual award show that I had to put together on the fly. 
Speaking of fly, you know, I got this Tyler. You know what I'm saying? Mets still going to come back. Don't get it twisted. All right. So here's my question. We saw a lot of things going on with the Giants. Uh, Barkley's talking about he might sit out. Pollard, we don't know what's going on with him. Josh Jacobs said he ain't signing this. So we got three running backs for teams that I think will be well needed. For all three of them teams, I think they need these running backs. People want to devalue running backs and everything else. So my question for the Redley Award is, which holdout running back is going to win like Lamar did? Everybody dog Lamar, no agent, you ain't going to get nothing, you ain't getting nothing guaranteed. <laughs> I think Lamar kind of, I think he kind of won. I think he kind of won. So which one's going to win the Redley Award and say, I'm a winner too. And when you look at it, it's like, I don't know, man. It's tough. It's tough. But let's see what the, let's see what everybody picked. The Rally Award with the big time storyline. For the the holdout running back that's more likely to win like Lamar Jackson did. And the Rally Award goes to Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard wins. And why did he win? Josh Jacobs, you're lucky to still be on the team, bro. Last year you were playing in the in the um, Hall of Fame game, rushing for 40 attempts. They were trying to release you or trade you, bro. You just happen to have a good year, whatever. They're not trying to pay you for that. No, they wanted you gone anyway. They had you drafted a running back. And Saquon Barkley, I mean, you got legs like tree trunks and everything else. You're a specimen. You're a phenomenon figure and everything else. But so is Zion Williamson. He can't stay healthy. He's busting through shoes and getting everybody pregnant, and he can't play. You keep getting hurt, same kind of way. Eh, I think the safest bet is to get Tony Pollard. Plus, who else is there besides Pollard? They're going to have to pay him. They're going to have to pay him. But on a side note, if I'm the Giants, I go ahead and let Barkley walk, and I sign Jacobs. What? Terrell's stupid. Why would they do that? Oh, my God. Why would they? I'm going to tell you why. He's younger. And that's way less miles on him at starting in college in Alabama. He barely had any tread used on his tires. And, and for the Raiders, what? What? He just showed you what he could do last year. And he can catch the ball at the backfield. And does he get hurt like Barkley does? If I got to give somebody a three or four year contract, I think I would rather give it to Jacobs over Barkley. But that's a discussion for another day. But I'm going to stand by that. I'm going to stand by that. And the final award of the night. The final award of the night for the Rally's first annual award show. <laughs> what? The NFL coaches are in the hot seat everywhere. NFL jobs are... Very hard to get. Very hard to get. But they're very easy to lose, too, it seems like. That's why we got retreads and recycled coaches everywhere. Once you get in with the good old boys, you seem like you can find a way. But I think this year is going to be a big year because a lot of coaches are in the hot seat. So my question for the Rally Award, because I'm going to give you an award because you won't be on your team next year, so at least you'll have something to hang on to. So the Rally Award is going to go to the NFL coach that won't be coaching his current team next year. 
and here's the here's the choices for you. Mike McCarthy of the Dallas Cowboys. He's taking over offensive play calling now. It's all about him, Mr. Big Shot. Look what I did in Green Bay. Look what I did in Green Bay. You had um, Aaron Rodgers on the ball. Um, Aaron Rodgers, dude. Then we got my man Staley for the Chargers. Yo. The Chargers always get in their way anyway, and I like the Chargers. But they always get in their way anyway, and you don't help the way you do things, dude. And I think the division is going to be so tough this year, and I think the AFC playoff picture is so tough to get in. If they do not make the playoffs, which is up, I would say maybe they have a maybe 30% chance to make the playoffs. I think it's that low. He's gone. I'm surprised he's still there. I'm surprised he's still there. And then, like, my command is over here. My, we got Ron Rivera. Hey, God bless you. You beat cancer. You know, your mother passed, whatever. Um, Eric Benimi's there for a reason, bro. Eric Benimi's there for a reason. He ain't come over there just to be like, I'm going to be your offensive coordinator. And I'm like, no. He's there for a reason, homie. He's there for a reason. Your time, your time is limited. Ty Bowles is another guy for Tampa Bay. I can't believe you didn't get fired last year. But they set you up this year to get fired because your quarterback is who? Mr. Baker Mayfield flopping around organizations. You're done. Sorry. This is going to be their excuse to fire you. Sorry, Ty Bowles. You are a Washington Redskins player, and I appreciate you. But um, they set you up, bro. They set you up. And my last person that's on the list to choose from, is he the GOAT? He's trying to... Break the all-time wins record. Belichick, Kraft, they fighting each other. It's crazy going on. Could Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, with all the success the Patriots had, especially in my generation, could he say, my Hall of Fame quarterback, maybe the greatest of all time, didn't finish his career as a Patriot and won a Super Bowl with somebody else, and then... Arguably the greatest coach of all time. He he's gonna break the all-time wins record not being a Patriot. Can Robert Kraft live with that? The way they're fighting, it's looking like it. So that's my that's that's the choices you got. You got five choices to choose from. McCarthy, Staley, Rivera, and Belichick and Bowles. Sorry. And the winners who? The Rally Award for the coach that's going to get fired and not be on their team. Is everybody, all five of y'all are getting fired. All five of y'all are getting fired already. And y'all know y'all getting fired. And you know you're getting fired. You know it. The only one that has the little bit of hope. The Well, I guess it's two that have the little bit of hope. Is McCarthy, if something happens to the Eagles and Dallas can win the division, I mean, because I, the NFC is so weak, that'd be the only one. And Staley, even even if something crazy happened with all the weapons you get on offense, all the weapons you get on defense are coming back healthy, and you still don't look, you don't look like you should. The Chargers on paper look like the way the Cowboy fans feel about their team every year. Like, they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. I don't know. My take is 
My Terrell's thought is all five of them will be gone at the end of the year. I don't wish bad things on any of them. I'm just being realistic. Because I'm realism. We gave out Rally Awards. Thank y'all for tuning in. Realism Sports Talk 182. Had to do it on the fly. Anyway, I think it was a pretty good show. Whatever. Wednesday night, AFC West and all the rest of the big time story lines in sports. It's going to be three podcasts collide. Can't wait. Thank y'all for checking us out. Uh, Love you, Big Vic. Love you, Big Vic, man. Um, Realism Sports Talk 182. Thank y'all. Have a go. Big time.